Welcome, my podcast listeners, to episode three of Well Scripted with Dr. Sam. I am your host, Dr. Sam Rasool, and I'd like to welcome you all back for episode three, where we're going to be talking about what is a chiropractic adjustment, why is it important, and do I need it? I hear it all the time. People are like, you know, I've heard different things about it. I don't know exactly what a chiropractic adjustment is. I'm kind of scared of it. Do I really need it? Why is it important? Hey, doc, could you crack my back (laughs) or my neck? Some people get fearful of it. Some people are almost addicted to it. But I'm here to talk about what it is and why is it so important. So let's jump right into it. Let's first and foremost, before we go into the adjustment to understanding it, we have to understand concept of biomechanics, okay? Now, biomechanics is defined as the study of mechanical laws relating to movement or structure of living organisms. The most important words out of that definition, study of movement. So biomechanics is a study of movement. To have optimal movement of any joint, whether it's the neck, the mid-back, the lower back, the hips, the shoulders, the knees, the ankles, the wrist, you get the gist. You get the gist. <laughs> it's about any joint in the body. To have optimal movement is to have a full range of motion. Now, what is a full range of motion? A full range of motion is the optimal or physiological motion in which that joint was made to move in. It's let's use one example. It's like the analogy of the neck. Turning your neck from side to side rotation, left to right. That's called cervical spine, cervical spine being your neck, rotation, and it's not just indicative of pain when we're talking about range of motion. You may have pain if you turn to the left. You may have pain if you turn to the right. You may not have any pain. But what a professional or a biomechanics expert, which is what a chiropractic doctor is, is a someone who's going to look at the biomechanics of the movement to see if there's any limitations or restrictions. A restriction is a non-optimal movement of the joint. Now, here's the kicker. A lot of people can turn their neck to the left and to the right, and someone could look at them, a spouse, a friend, and say, hey, you look like you're moving just fine. But here's where an expert comes into play. When you look at how the body is actually moving, and we're talking about the neck here, There's things called compensations. Now, you may hear your chiropractor talk about the word subluxation, which is the actual joint misalignment in which we're going to aim to resolve. But the body will do something called compensation. Now, if you think about the bones of the neck, there are seven vertebra, or aka bones, in your neck, and there's a disc or a joint in between each one of them. So we're talking about the cervical spine, So it's C1, C2, C3, all the way down to C7. Between each of these bones, there is a disc, as defined by the C4-5 disc. It's defined by the level in which it lies between two of those bones. So C1-2 disc, the C2-3 disc, the C4-3-4 disc, and so on and so forth. If your restriction or joint misalignment, or where the area of irritation of that joint 
lies between C5 and C6, you're going to have hypomobility. What does that mean? It just means lack of movement at that level. However, your body's a smart mechanism. Your body is going to compensate. It's going to look to the level above the C5-6, which would be 4-5. And it's going to look to the level below 5-6, which would be 6-7, to pick up the slack. It's like looking to your neighbors in your office, if you're desk mates, if you're not doing the work, and all of a sudden your company comes and says, okay, you're not doing the work, so it looks at your coworkers and says, you two need to pick up the slack because, you know, man in the middle or woman in the middle isn't doing their work. Well, what happens over time, this is good in the short term because it can make you compensate, you know, compensate, make sure you're still able to move and do what you need to do on a daily basis. But over time, this creates two problems. The original being the joint that wasn't moving properly in the first place, which in this case was the 5-6, becomes hypomobile and develops one type of arthritis. And the levels above and below that were compensating, that were being overworked, will develop hypermobility, meaning they move too much. Yes, there is such thing as being able to move too much. And they develop a different type of arthritis. And now you've created a whole slew of problems inside the body. As we said before, as a short-term solution, this is okay, the compensation. But chronic restriction, like in this, in this example, the, the level of 5-6, chronic restriction of a joint, and it doesn't just have to be in the neck or the back, the shoulder, the knee, the ankle, the wrist, the elbow, or any joint thereof, can cause degeneration and eventual arthritis. I like to use the analogy in my office when I talk to patients about this, about your car. It's easy to understand when you talk about the alignment of your car. You go to the mechanic shop and they tell you your car is out of alignment. They need to do an alignment. I ask patients all the time, why do you need to do an alignment? Some under, understand, some don't know exactly why. And we discuss it, what happens if your car is out of alignment? Well, it wears down your tires faster because your tires, the inside or the outside portion is more in contact with the road because the alignment of your car is off. So one aspect of the tire is in more friction with the ground, thus causing it to wear down faster. As the tires wear down faster and faster and you do either, either you don't get your tires replaced or you don't fix your alignment, what eventually happens is you end up with a flat tire. You blow a tire, aka you get a flat tire, and then, of course, you have to go through the process of replacing it. Well, the body's really smart. It doesn't want you to blow out a tire, or in this case, going back to our analogy about the neck, blowing out a disc, or blowing out one of your ligaments or joints in your shoulder or your knee. And we talked about many people blow out their knee and they have an ACL or other ligament injury. So it'll start doing its compensation. The brain will tell the body, hey, there's a lot of pressure being put on this joint. And obviously, and we'll use me as an example, Dr. Sam isn't doing anything about it in his own body. We've got to try to save the joint on our own. So the brain will send signals down the spinal cord to the afflicted area, 
and tell the body to start putting down extra bone spurs at that level to protect the joint in question. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the definition of arthritis. It is the excess bone spurs or bone formations done at the level where the joint is being compromised and degeneration is taking place. It is the so-called breaks that your body is trying to put down to slow down the process of degeneration to help save the joint. Why is this very, very important? Well, the longer this goes on and it's not addressed, the more arthritis you form. Well, what's the downside of arthritis formation? They can include a wide variety of things, including increased pain and stiffness, an increased restriction of movement. Now you're not able to move as well and increased pressure and irritation on your nerves and blood vessels in the area of the joint. This is not just around your spine, around the shoulder, around the elbow. There are plenty of nerves and blood vessels that run past these areas. If you've ever been in your car using the analogy, you're driving down a neighborhood in suburbia and you see, heaven forbid, a house on fire. And I'm talking about a blaze. And you feel the heat as you drive by that house. You may just feel a little bit of, whoa, that's a lot of heat coming at me. Well, using that same type of ideology when talking about a nerve passing by or a blood vessel passing by a joint that's inflamed. It may just feel a little bit of that so-called heat or irritation or that fire or irritation or inflammation could spill over onto the nerve or blood vessel, thus now spreading its detrimental effects onto those nerves. So that brings us to the discussion of chiropractic adjustment. So let's define chiropractic first. Chiro, which is the Latin word for hand, and practic, which is the Latin for practice of. So chiropractic literally translates as the practice of hand. Now, chiropractors for years have been using manual, obviously hands, to help alleviate pressure on different joints and areas of the body to restore normal function. Today, chiropractic care is performed both manually and or with tools or machines that aim to restore the mobility and motion of the joints in question, whether they're in the neck, the mid-back, the lower back, the shoulders, the knees, the elbows, and the list goes on and on of the different joint areas in the body. Chiropractors basically when they are performing a chiropractic adjustment, they are applying a manipulation via their hands or the tool to a joint that has abnormal function or movement patterns or fail to function normally. So they are applying a certain pressure to an area that has abnormal movement patterns or failing to function normally to help restore that normal function. Now, many chiropractors use a technique of HVLA, HVLA, which is high-velocity, low-amplitude adjustments. 
It's a quick and low force thrust applied to an abnormal moving joint in order to restore normal, normal joint mobility. I'll say that again because it's high velocity. It's very quick, but low amplitude, low force. It's not about using your grunt, blunt force on the area. It's about a, just a subtle, quick movement to help get the alleviation of that joint and have it moving better. This technique is actually very, very safe for babies. I've had patients as young as three days old in my office where all you need is two little fingers to place on their back and you can literally feel the abnormal joint melt away and they can now move better and they can help restore normal function. And it's very safe for geriatric patients, but in any situation, regardless of age, you always want to make sure you're doing a full assessment evaluation. Now, there's different tools that chiropractors can use today, and you may go to a chiropractor that uses one, one or more of these tools, one being something called an activator, which some people call it the clicker. It's almost like a click, click, click tool, and it's a very specific adjustment to an area on the spine and or joint level that is abnormally moving, and this tool is used to bring motion to it in a very low force and for a lot of people, very specific manner if they're shying away from the manual adjustment. There's also machines such as the Arthrostem or the Sigma instrument, which use a percussive technique. It's almost a repetition of if I were to mimic it via sound, it's almost like over and over and over to help restore normal joint movement. Now, there are other techniques such as Sacral occipital technique, or SOT for short, that use wedges and blocks. And you lay and or sit on these wedges and blocks in the position that the doctor puts them in to help alleviate the pressure on your joints using gravity to our advantage. Now, what's the goal of the joint manipulation or adjustment? Well, it's several things. It's to, number one, reduce the misalignment of that joint and thus reducing pain. It's to increase the range of motion in which that joint can move. It's to decrease the irritation on the nerves and blood vessels that may be under irritation because that joint is inflamed and or irritated. It's to decrease arthritic formations of the body to put the brakes or in complete halt on the arthritis forming in the body. And of course, increasing or improving nervous system function of the body. You're improving the communication of the brain every time you deliver an adjustment, regardless of the location, whether it's the neck, the mid-back, the lower back, the shoulders, as we said, the list goes on and on. But with every adjustment, you are sending a signal back up to the brain and to help clear the lines of communication with the body and the brain. I use the analogy when talking to patients, it's like walking into a home and all the lights are off. And someone says, okay, I'm gonna need you to clean up the entire house. This house is a mess. And there's some dim lit lights coming in from the street lamp on the corner outside of the home. So you can't really see where you're walking. You may step on a Lego. You may step into the kitchen and kick a bucket. 
you don't know what is around because the lights are off. With each chiropractic adjustment, it is analogous to walking into that dimly lit home and turning on the lights, and now you can see everything. Now you're able to clean the home much more efficiently and effectively, noticing where you're stepping, what is around you, and how to put things away so they're in an orderly manner. How much easier is is it to navigate through the house now? How much easier is it to see something out of place, something that's messy now that you've turned on all the lights? As you can see, chiropractic adjustments aren't just for the now with pain relief, but to help avoid future injury and prevent future ailments as well. And of course, they improve the functionality of the joint every time you adjust it because you're bringing better range of motion, more mobility with increased proper stability of that joint in its proper range of motion and helping that line of communication with the brain to help prevent future injury of that site. Who can benefit from chiropractic adjustments? We talked about babies. We talked about geriatric patients. But when it comes to functionality, I love that word function because functionality is something that pain comes and goes. It's the last thing to show up and the first thing to go away under any care plan. But to treat someone just for pain is like putting them on and off the hamster wheel of healthcare. They're never really going to get better. They're just going to spin their wheels when they're in pain. But a lot of times I have a lot of patients come to me regardless of their background that understand that functionality is key and they're able to improve the way they're able to do certain things on a day-to-day basis. These people from athletes to chefs to moms and dads to carpenters to gardeners, electricians, roofers, construction workers, office workers, anybody and everybody that moves in any way, shape, or form can benefit from improved function of the joint via a chiropractic adjustment. So, in summary, who can benefit from a chiropractic adjustment? Just about anybody, but in any situation, you want to make sure you get a full examination and assessment prior to having any healthcare professional provide you with any care, and that includes a chiropractic adjustment. I hope this helps shine some light onto what a chiropractic adjustment is, why it's so important, and if you need one. And if you're looking for more information, don't hesitate to contact me. You can follow me on my Instagram handle, Dr. Sam Miami, or you can contact our office at Shin Wellness, located here in Miami, Florida, on 45th and Biscayne. That's Shin, S-H-I-N, Wellness, and we'll be able to answer all of your questions. We are taking new patients, and so our staff will be happy to help, but I hope this helps shine some light onto what a chiropractic adjustment is and its importance and if you could benefit from it. To all my listeners, I want to thank you guys for listening to Episode 3 of Well Scripted with Dr. Sam. Till next time, guys, as we always say, stay safe, stay healthy, and have a healthy, happy day.